Hello, filmmakers. Jason Brubaker talking to you from sunny Southern California. I'm in Los Angeles. I run the ever-growing popular filmmaking website, filmmakingstuff.com. And if you visit the site, I'll show you all sorts of tips and strategies on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. And the site uh, these days is about, it's over four years old at the time of this recording. And what's interesting now is I'm getting filmmakers from all over the world that are just filling up my email inbox with different questions. And one of the biggest questions I've been receiving is whether or not um, you know, you should go to film school. And if you haven't gone to film school or if you have, you know, I just thought that I might share my thoughts on it. Um, I'm not saying that film school is necessarily good or bad, but let me share a few thoughts. And then from there, you know, you can decide whether or not you think it's a good fit. So my story is something like this. When I was in, uh, it was somewhere between 11th and 12th grade, you know, most of my friends at the time, you know, they were taking weekend trips with their families uh, to check out, you know, where they wanted to go to college, I, I was actually goofing off. <laughs> I know, I know, you know, maybe I shouldn't admit that, but uh, the truth was when I was 17, a college education wasn't really high on my list of priorities. And really at the time, the reason for that is I knew exactly what, what I wanted to do. Just like you, I wanted to make movies. So I don't know exactly what drew me to uh, filmmaking, but I was always intrigued by the camera and how you could look through the lens at something and really bring it to life with a new and unique perspective. And I know there's a lot of fancy technical terms to describe all that cinematic, uh, you know, cinematography and, and photography and all of the things that I was doing and playing around with, you know, like forced perspectives and snap zooms and um, the excitingly overused uh, point of view shots. But I didn't think about any of that stuff, you know. Back then, I had a VHS camcorder, which gives you some indication of how old I am. I had a VHS camcorder. It had a built-in microphone, and I had one movie-making mission. I just wanted to have fun. And so one summer, my buddies and I, we built a skateboard half-pipe in my parents' backyard, and we would spend hours and hours in the hot summer sun, you know, almost always with a video camera capturing our sessions. And as the sun set, we would go inside uh, the house and we had two VCRs set up and we would use both VCRs to edit the footage. And the way we did it back then, you know, <laughs> you think it's tough to make a movie now, think about this. We would take one VCR and push play on it and then we'd hit record on the other VCR and you know, we would just do that over and over and over again. And that allowed us to play around with the footage um, we were able to add some much appreciated heavy metal music to the final cut. And it was not just a great way to end an exhilarating day of skateboarding, but the work and the effort that we put into making the skate videos look good, you know, it was enough to make me realize that a career making movies would be the only type of career that mattered. So, you know, as such, when I was talking about my college plans, I really only had two criteria. The school would have to have women and the school would have to offer a film program. But back then, you know, I thought traditional film school with hot women would have been heaven. Not to mention, I was also convinced that traditional film school degree would help my chances of becoming a successful Hollywood filmmaker. So I remember doing my research and trying to determine which school of cinema offered my best chance at success um, for a career making movies. And, you know, whether this was, uh, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, after calculating the cost, 
of a four-year film school coupled with the realities of my family's, you know, let's further education budget, which was kind of non-existent at the time, both my parents and I decided, you know, or I should say I was persuaded, um, we voted unanimously for one of the many Pennsylvania state schools. I'm from Pennsylvania. So instead of uh, NYU or UCLA, I ended up at a small state school called Bloomsburg University of Pennsylvania. And while the school did not have a former film program, it was a great experience. I mean, at least there were women. It was a huge education in nursing school. And, you know, as a result, over my time there, um, admittedly, I forgot about my film passion, at least for a little while. And it wasn't until my senior year of college when I once again caught the film bug. I had learned of a movie-making class where everyone in the course bucked up. You know, we would each pay a few thousand dollars to produce a 16-millimeter short movie. Uh, the class was not offered every year, and it was only offered in the summer. So suffice it to say, I did everything I could to get it in the class. Um, those of you who, you know, listen to some of my other stories, you know that that was around the time that I took a job selling expensive hot tubs at a carnival to pay for my portion of that movie. Um, but when I got into the class, you know, it was really clear from the first day that I had some folks, you know, they were there, and I think they were just taking it for an easy credit. But I took the class because I had to, because I wanted to make movies, like nothing else. So, you know, with, shall we say, a very strong level of passion, uh, I was able to convince the class to let me write and direct the movie. I got a lot of pushback, you know, but after some heated negotiation, and I remember one guy quit because he just hated my screenplay so bad, um, the instructor permitted me to have half of the directing credit. Uh, the other half was shared with my buddy Ryan, um, and I'd also like to add that Ryan caught the movie bug as well, uh, and he's now working as a grip on some of the biggest Hollywood movies. So his, uh, you know, his career trajectory turned out pretty well. But anyway, we went out to the various locations and we made our movie. Um, and we even got really goofy. We even animated a title sequence, the old-fashioned way, I might add. Uh, and then we got the film processed, which is what you have to do with film. And we got it edited on a flatbed where we physically cut the film and, and glued it together. And at the end of this, you know, we were able to finally project this movie onto the screen. And I got to tell you, it was something spectacular. That was something. So after graduating, I moved back with my parents in Pennsylvania. Uh, this time around, I took a job selling household appliances. And since promoting dishwashers and garbage disposals was not in line with my movie making aspirations... I got a little depressed. You know, I kept wondering how I would make a career making movies. And the only piece of work I had was that 16 millimeter film, and it was literally film. So in order to show it to someone, I needed to get it transferred to video. And as such, uh, this is a little bit of how it worked out for me. I contacted various Pennsylvania production houses in hopes one of them had the equipment to transfer the film. And after several, several calls, I eventually found someone. So... As luck and luck in life would have it, um, the people I met at that production company put me in touch with the local film community uh, where I was in Pennsylvania. And through these guys, I found work fetching coffee, which eventually led to other jobs such as a boom operator, dolly pusher, production coordinator, which introduced me to new people who eventually opened up a door to New York City where I basically took every production job I could find. Uh, which was student shoots, corporate video, TV commercials, and the occasional hockey game upstate. 
And all of this happened while I lived in the corner of some dude's kitchen in New York and slept on an inflatable air mattress. And it was also during this time that I put the finishing touches on my first screenplay and started working alongside um, an entrepreneurial producer who really taught me how to uh, raise money for independent films and get movies made and seen. So, you know, the rest, as they say, after that was history. Now, after having produced numerous short movies and um, I guess I'm up to four features now, you know, I, I have to tell you that the only thing that I can, you know, the advice that I can give you on whether or not you should go to film school is this. I didn't have a formal film school education, so my only education was really on-the-job on training, but it was pretty good. So I'm sharing this story for you and any parents who are weighing the options between traditional film school or other alternatives. If you just want to learn the nuts and bolts of filmmaking, then the basics can be learned in a much shorter time frame than four years. And at this point, let me just go ahead and plug a website. Uh, head on over to MakeYourMovieNow.com. That's MakeYourMovieNow.com. And you'll get um, some more strategies on how to make your movie. Um, but the whole point of this is after you learn the basics, it's up to you to have a sense of clear goals and you got to combine that with a great work ethic. And then you got to do the work so that you can have a hardworking reputation. And it's through that, it's through the reputation that you build and the contacts that you make. These are what's ultimately going to open the doors to your dreams. And when these doors open, you know, what you're quickly going to realize is that your Hollywood success has a heck of a lot more to do with your experience and attitude than any degree that you have. So I repeat, experience and attitude are major prerequisites for success in any endeavor, especially making movies. So wrap this up. You know, my thinking is this. Film school is good for aspiring filmmakers who want to meet and spend four years with friends who share a similar interest, determination, and drive. These people are going to become the foundation of your professional network, and if you attend one of the big schools, it's going to look great on your resume. The problem is, unless you plan to teach, most people will never ask to see your degree. The other problem is, depending on your film school, you may never get permission to actually direct and produce your own projects. And this could be a dis bit disheartening when you pay over $50,000, or a heck of a lot more, for an education that allows you to carry cables and fetch coffee. And come to think of it, if you're going to fetch coffee and carry cables, you may as well get on a production, and get paid for it. So I'm not saying you should forgo college. I certainly didn't. And being completely frank, my four-year degree has accelerated my success in some very non-direct ways. But I am saying this. Before you set yourself up for a traditional film school degree and all that financial debt that goes with it, you must consider testing the water by attending maybe one of the many short um, they have all these short-term hands-on filmmaker workshops, and some of them are offered by reputable filmmaking organizations. Now, most of these workshops, they're taught by working filmmakers and industry professionals, and uh, they're conducted at various times and locations throughout the year. For the most part, these workshops are going to provide you with a basic education, a peer group, and importantly, enough nuts and bolts filmmaking experience so you can make an informed decision on whether or not a traditional four-year film school is right for you. And, you know, again, I would just urge you to take the time to research 
um, before you sign up for anything. This has been another uh, fantabulous filmmaking podcast uh, from Jason Brubaker over here at filmmakingstuff.com. If you're hearing me for the first time, uh, go grab uh, some free filmmaking tools over at freefilmmakingbook.com. And if you're serious about filmmaking, uh, check out some of the professional gear at makeyourmovienow.com.